everybody. Welcome to the Church on the North Coast podcast. Pastor Troy here. My greatest desire is to encourage ministry leaders, empower and equip volunteers, and to strengthen and to build a believer. I want to welcome you, all of those out there in Facebook land and all of those tuned in today. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. It's been it's been a while, been a while since I have uh, been on, <laughs> been busy, been a lot going on. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to be back and I'm excited to be online today as I share this podcast. I'm going to try to do more of these uh, in the new year. So going into 24, I'm going to try to, as much as I can, put one out on, uh, on Fridays. So for everyone out there watching and uh, for all of you listening that that is what I uh, that is what I'm going to attempt to do, uh, whether whether I'm able to do it or not. You know, uh, I don't know. You have to to bear with me. Some weeks are harder than others for all of those who are in ministry. You know that to be true. Some weeks you're just you, you can you have the time, and then other weeks you know it's just it's just crazy out there. So uh, I got some some messages coming, but I, I maybe Matt, you can come help me. Okay, there, boom. Um, so I don't know if I can see people talking. Uh, but, you know, leave messages and uh, hopefully we can communicate back and forth with one another. Today, I want to talk about hard men and, and uh, over the, probably over the next couple of weeks, I'll be talking about hard men and soft women. Today, we need hard men and soft women. Uh, soft women will, will come later. Maybe I'll get my wife on here, uh, the beautiful Pastor Rebecca. Maybe she'll come on with me and talk about uh, how to become a soft woman. That doesn't mean you are a pushover, but I can tell you that men desire soft women. The feminist movement's doing no favors for women today. Uh, it's, it's creating calloused women, and as a result, it's turning the hearts of men against uh, women today, and really causing them to, instead of um, nurture and care and protect, it's, um, I, think it's, I think it's doing the, the opposite of what it was intended to do. Matt, let me know if everything's okay out there. This is our first one online in, in the studio. So I think he just gave me a, a, a thumbs up there. So uh, our scripture today I want to share with you is from 1 Kings 2. Uh, we'll start in verse 5. I'm just going to just begin to read. It says, moreover, you also know. This is, this is the instructions. Um, so so as, you're, as you're following along, or maybe later today you're, you're following along, these are the instructions that Solomon is given by his father, King David. And, and it's just amazing to me, the, these instructions that are given by King David. And I want, I think every man should pay attention I think this speaks to us in culture today, in society today, that every man should really just examine his, his counsel to his son. It, it, it starts off in verse 1. It says, When David's time to die drew near, he commanded Solomon, his son, saying, I'm about, I'm about to go uh, the way of all the earth. Be strong. He says, this is what he says to his son. Look at me. Look at, this flies in the face of such a feminine men today. He says, Be strong and show yourself a man. <laughs> 
What? Like we can't even, we live in a society that doesn't even know what a man is. And in David's first words to his son, as he's getting ready to die, he tells him to be strong and to conduct himself, to show himself to be a man. And then verse three says, keep the charge of the Lord, your God, walking in his ways and keeping his statutes, his commandments, his rules, his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do. And wherever you turn, that the Lord may establish his word that he spoke concerning me saying, if your sons pay close attention to their ways, to walk before me in faithfulness with all of their heart and with all of their soul, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. Man, that alone, men, listen, that alone is, that's wise counsel for us as to how we should be instructing our sons in this time. And what I, so, so he immediately tells him to be strong, and to show himself a man. I, we could shut it down and walk away, but that, that right there tells you that there, there is necessary in a kingdom men. Men are necessary in the kingdom, that, that the kingdom requires strong men, not passive, not weak, not... not, not Feminine men, not sensitive men. The kingdom requires strong men. Verse 5, watch this. Moreover, you also know what Joab, the son of Zariah, did to me. Look at his instructions. How he dealt with the two commanders of the armies of Israel, Abner, the son of Ner, and Amasa, the son of Jether, whom he killed, avenging in the time of peace for blood that had been shed in war, and putting the blood of war on the belt around his waist, and on the sandals on his feet. Now, he's, he's talking about how he was betrayed. David here is talking about how he has been betrayed, and he's telling his son to avenge his betrayal. That doesn't sound weak to me. That doesn't sound like anything in, in culture today to me. But he says to him, he says in verse 6, verse six Act, therefore, according to your wisdom, but do not let his gray head go down to Sheol in peace. He's telling him, you go deal with him. I didn't, I, I, I didn't get the time to deal with him, son, but I'm expecting you to go deal with him. I'm here to tell you today that what the world needs is not, is not soft men, is not passive men, is not sensitive men. What the world needs are hard, strong men. And that, that, regardless of what anyone is telling you out there, that is what a man is. Strong and hard and courageous. That is the character of men. Verse 7 says, but deal loyally. Look at his further instructions to his son. Deal loyally with the sons of Barzillia, the Gileadite, and let him be among those who eat at your table. For with such loyalty they met me when I fled from Absalom, your brother. And there is also with you Shimei, the son of Gera, the Benjamite of Biram, who cursed me with a grievous curse on the day when I went to Mahanim. 
But when he came down to meet me at the Jordan, I swore to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put you to death with the sword. Now, therefore, do not hold him guiltless, for you are a wise man. You will know what you ought to do to him, and you shall bring his gray head down with blood to Sheol. Look, that's his instruction. His instruction to his son is to, to avenge those who were who dealt with him in ways that were that were betrayed. It, he he told his son, I, I expect you, son. I expect you to go out there and be hard, fair, and strong. For for I I need you to be a strong man and to conduct yourself as a man. And one of the things I, I wish I would have done earlier, and here's, here's where I want to, to settle for a minute. One of the things that I wish somebody would have instructed me, uh, uh, advised me, um, a, a, a strong man, and, you know, a, and I got a, a long story there that I could share. I won't share it with you now, but, but uh, I wish I would have become more principled in life earlier. I wish I would have established my principles because strong men, if you, you note any strong men out there, all of you, any strong men that you know, if you know, you're thinking of one now, if you know a strong man, that, that man that you're thinking of right now, I guarantee you he was principled. Principled means that you determine where you stand before temptation comes to challenge you. That's what principles are. They are predetermined predetermined and already established core values, and you've already thought about what you think about that thing. And so before that thing comes to you to tempt you, you already know, I have already made a decision. Decision. I already know where I stand on these things. So the enemy is powerless to tempt you because you've already determined, I won't violate that. That I have I've set in my, my heart that it's been adjusted, that I won't do this and I won't do that. See, see principles are, principles are what you you won't do. Principles are what you you refuse to sacrifice on the altar of convenience and carnal comfort. Principles are those things that make you that that determine what others say about your character. When they hopefully when they when they speak about you at your at your funeral, they'll they'll speak of the principled character that you held as a man. And so I want to be very clear. Today, what is necessary in the kingdom is that we have men who have principles. Men who have predetermined where they stand before temptation comes. See, you've got to predetermine where you stand. We live in a society today that tells us that uh, Jesus is is soft and delicate and he's inclusive and that he's comforting and that he's loving and that 
we love this image of Jesus, the baby swaddled in, in you know, swaddling clothes in the, in the manger. But I'm here to tell you that he tramples his enemies underfoot. That he's strong and that Jesus was never soft. Jesus was hard. It, it, Simeon, I'll be talking about this in the, in the weeks of, in front of us leading up to Christmas. But there's a prophecy that Simeon comes. Simeon is a man who was devout and just. And he was praying for the revealing of the Savior. And he, when he finds him, he, he prophesies this, this, this prophecy over him. And he says, this man will be the rising and the falling of everyone. Everyone. He will, it says, Jesus said, I've not come to bring peace, as you think, but I've come to bring a sword. I've come to divide. And Jesus was a strong man who was principled. He had already predetermined in his heart that he would follow his father's direction. He would follow the instructions of his father to fulfill the will of the father as he carried out his assignment on the earth. And I want you to know, men, you have, you have an assignment. You have, you have this call on your life, but you must predetermine that you first are going to be strong that you're not going to allow yourself to be weakened by temptation or by the comforts or the allurements of this world. You must, as a man, be, be predetermined to, to be resolute in what you believe and what your core values are. I mean, of course, I'm speaking from faith, and so I'm telling you that you cannot even know. You know, this is a prerequisite. You can't even know what the principles are that you hold are until you know the word that holds the principles, the Bible. You must know the Bible. So it, it must become a steady diet that you eat every day. It must become this thing where you solidify every day. Yes, that is, that is where I stand on that. And that is where I stand on, 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 you know, same sex marriage. And this is where I stand on, you know, gender, gender identity. This is where I, you, you, the Bible is what forms that along with your relationship with the Holy Spirit and Jesus. It must be predetermined. We must place a higher value on principles than we do on appearances. That's what the world needs today. A, 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 they need men. The world needs men. Wives need men. Soft women need men that place a higher value on principles than they do on the appearance or the form of well, it looks good on the outside, but on the inside, it's really just lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating, intimidating, you know, sorcery, witchcraft, anything to, to satisfy what, what my evil heart desires. But I realize I can make the outside appear. No, what the world needs today is, is a, for men to place a higher value on, on the inside than they do on the outside. So it's not, it doesn't matter what you look like. What matters is what you hold in your heart. You know, I, I determined a long time ago, I don't care what people think about me. And that's where you must get, men. Stop being so infatuated in this world with what others think about you. Who cares what they 
think about you. You know, you we ought to fear God more than we fear the retribution of this side or that side or the purple-haired people or the transvestites or the politicians or or the right side or the I don't care what they think. What I what matters most to me is that I carry the anointing. So I don't need your likes, I don't need your affirmation. It doesn't even matter how how influential you are in my life. Your your opinion of me doesn't matter because I've predetermined. I have I'm principled. I'm principled. Ask yourself, ask yourself this. Are you principled? Men, ask yourself, are you principled? Do you have principles that govern your life? There's there's four areas I want to talk about about where we must pre be predetermined and resolute uh, as to where you stand. The first one is life, the, the sanctity of life. As a man, I want to ask you, have you predetermined that life is sacred? Or, or are you allowing the outside influences of this world, the political ideologies, the jargon they're using, the angles they're playing, or perhaps you've even... Perhaps you've even at times violated this, the sanctity of the sacredness of life. And because of that, you feel like it invalidates you or disqualifies you from taking a hard principle line in the sand. I just say to you men, if you were a part of an abortion, if you were a part of, of, of taking a life or, or not valuing life, perhaps you've not valued the life that you created. Maybe you walked away from it. Maybe you, you've been irresponsible with it. But I just want you to know that you can be born again and then embrace the principles of God's word for your life and you could be redeemed from that but but you can't allow where you came from and what you've experienced to you can't you can't stand alive because because you failed you're going to fail every day so so you can't allow failure to determine whether or not you're qualified to change your mind you have to draw a line in the sand and say no I've been born again that's not who I am I'm a principled man life is sacred I'm going to defend the life of the unborn I'm going to defend the life of of the innocent I'm going to stand for life and and I'm going to I'm going to be a I'm going to be outspoken about it I'm going to be quiet about it I'm not going to go sit in a closet somewhere I'm not going to keep my faith and my principles in my pocket when when this world is raging and trying to kill innocent, the, the innocent lives of, of my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. I'm not going to sit by and be a soft man and allow these things, laws to be passed, weak men to create hard times. You've all, we've all heard that saying, that weak men create hard times, but hard men create easy times, comfortable times. And what this world needs right now is a bunch of hard men to stand up and say, no, life is sacred. Not because the government says it, not because the left says it or the right says it, but because God says so. God says so. And I will defend what God says. Have you predetermined within you? Are you resolute? Are you principled upon life? Secondly, money. Each man must determine his cost. What is your cost? What will it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? I ask you, have you, have you, are you principled in money? Do you tithe? Do you tithe? Oh, tithing's an antiquated uh, law from the Old Testament. It proves to me that you are not principled enough to read the Bible to know that, that tithing is a principle. 
Tithing is a principle. And if you're, if you're intellectually honest with yourself, you'll search the scriptures and you will come to the same conclusion because it is without question. You cannot argue it is in the Bible. It is a biblical principle. Do you tithe? That tells me exactly where you stand. It tells me your cost too. It tells me, it tells me whether or not you're, you can be bought and paid for. You know why the world is in such condition it is? It's in this condition because men are paid for. It's because men are paid for. You know why we went through such tyrannical times over the last three to five years? It's because men and women have lost their principles and they are bought and paid for. My son, a while ago, he, he asked me, why don't you do something where you can make some real money, Dad? Why do you, why do, you do what you do? And I looked back at him and I said, son, I don't do what I do for money. That's why. I do what I do because God called me to it. And I would tell you today, men, you must know what you are called to do. You must determine in your heart, what has God called me to do in this hour for my time, for my family? It's so important that you answer that. If whatever God's called you to do, you must carry it out. You must carry it out with deep conviction in your heart. And you must be willing to lose all just for the call. You must be willing to walk away from everything else and everybody else and stand alone if you have to. But you must determine where you stand with money. Have your principles. Have you any principles with money? Or, or is, does the end justify the means? Will you steal? Will you cheat? What will you do and what's your cost? What's your price? Do you have a price? And specifically, do you tithe? If you tithe, I know you have principles. It's the people around me. I, I look at the people around me and I, and I see how they spend their money. People of principle. Are they givers? Are you a giver? Men, what the world needs today is a bunch of men who cannot be bought, who cannot be paid for who do not have a price that needs it's a sold out, what the world needs is a sold out men who said, no, I there's no price this world could give me. The only thing that matters is what God has called me to, and it doesn't matter the dollar amount you offer me. That's the sin of Balaam. <laughs> I'll give you this money if you do that. I'll give you this money if, you, if you'll just speak a curse. And he said, no, no, no. But eventually it was revealed that he had a price. There was a price. There's a price, and, he, and, and that price was there. He, he, had not, he had not drew a line in the sand. He hadn't predetermined where he stood. Temptation, come, temptation came to him, and before, before he could establish it and become resolute, he, he didn't establish the principle of where he stood on money, and because of it, temptation will come. And if you haven't already predetermined, temptation will come, and it will, it will, it will buy you. It will buy you. And... And there's nothing worse, there's nothing more reprehensible, disgusting than a man that is paid for by another man. You are not a man if you have a price. You are a boy. You are a boy. You are a boy if you don't protect life. You are a boy if you, if you have a price. And number three, here, these, these three, these four. Sex. Sex. Have you predetermined in your heart is there, is there deep conviction already established of what you will not do when it comes to, to sex? What's, what's the principle? Do you have a principle of how you, 
how you protect your purity. Men, do you have a principle on how you value women? Are you principled in how you, how you look at women? Men who are tempted by sex are not men, they're boys. They're boys. And, and the enemy knows how a man is wired, and so what the enemy will do is he will tempt men where they have not already predetermined their principles. He will tempt them because he knows they're hardwired for vision, so he will come to them and he will tempt them. You know, I, I heard something the other day about if you get rid of sexual immorality, the sin of sexual immorality, then like 80% of all the other sins go away with it if you can just deal with sexual immorality. And I ask you men clearly today, have you predetermined? Do you have, do you have the, a principle deep within your spirit that says, this is, this is my stand on sexual purity. This is where I stand when it comes to sexual immorality. This is, where, this is where I will not go. I will not. Job said, I've made a covenant with my eyes that I might not sin against you. This, the instructions of the Bible tell us to flee sexual immorality. Run from it because it's so dangerous. Man, if you have not dis, predetermined the principle of sexual purity in your life, you are being governed by, by, by temptations that of weak boys, weak boys. And any man, any man who does not protect his sexual purity is not fit to rule in the kingdom. Hear me. This is why, this is why you see great men of God fall. Because any man who cannot rule his sexual purity, who has not predetermined the principle of sexual purity, will be tempted and and. This will come, and it will bring ruin to his life. What's, have you predetermined it? Will you protect it? And then last, relationships. Relationships. Do you have principles when it comes to the people that you consider your family? This one, you know, this one is, is grievous today because we dispose of one another so easily today. We just walk away from covenant relationships. We treat one another with contempt, disdain. We, we just, we do not value. There's no loyalty. But, and, and, and when I say that in church, people get upset with me. I can see the faces when I talk about loyalty. And I talk about, when I talk about wearing the jersey. You know, like I, I share the story of my son and, and uh, he had a good coach in high school. And, and one of the boys, they were, they were working out. They were, they were, you know, doing this workout and, and, uh, and this kid came in wearing a jersey from another team and he was working out before the season. And the coach goes up to him and he says, Hey man, do you play for us or do you play for them? And he said, no, I play for you. He said, well, as long as you play for us, you better take that jersey off. If you want to play for us, you got to wear our jersey, get that jersey off. And you want to wear that jersey, go play for them. And you know, I, this is how relationships are. This is how relationships we need predetermined, principled men to, to set the boundary lines again in, in relationships and what it means to be in covenant with one another because it's being violated and it's being, it's being the sacredness is being stripped. The loyalty is being, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. What matters is, are you loyal? 
are you loyal? Are you the same person in front of me that you are behind me? Or do or do or when when you turn away, are you a different person? Are are there conversations that are being had behind the door that are dirtying me up to other people and thus dirtying them up as well? Because if that's the case, you have not you have no principles of your relationships. And and watch this. Everyone around you knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Like you ain't loyal, man. You 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 say you're their friend, but I see how you talk about them. I see how you treat them. I I watch how you do that, and they know it. They can they they see it. And what the world needs today uh, is, is strong, loyal men, just like David here spoke to his son. You must be loyal, and because you're loyal, I expect you to protect the integrity of the throne, and you you protect the integrity of the throne by your loyalty. And let me ask you, have you determined where you stand with relationships around you? You know, I believe what Jesus said. Jesus said this. He's, 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 he, he, they came to him and they said, hey man, your mom and your, your, your brothers are out there trying to get in. And he looked at them and he said, now my, uh, my family are those who know the will of the Lord and do it. And while he's hanging on the cross, he looks down at his mom and he says, that's your son and son, that's now your mom, which tells me that family is a choice. Relationships are a choice and you get to choose who you, who you put around you and what, what's needed today are a bunch of men to stand up in rooms and say, I'm loyal. I got your back no matter what. I'm, I'm going to carry out the will of the Lord. I'm going I'm to protect the throne. What's needed today is that we need men to stand up and redefine what it means to be in covenant connection with somebody, to stop disposing of one another, stop talking about one another, stop running each other down, stop being unloyal to one another, and start to be Stop acting like boys. Start acting like men. Today, what we need are principles. I pray that you discover your principles. Take the time this week and, and really ask God to reveal you. I've, I've in the last uh, probably few years, I've, I've taken and I've written them down because I want them to be predetermined, pre-written out. I want, I want, to, uh, I want it to be so deep within me that when somebody asks me, hey, where do you stand on this or that? I have already, I have already established it. I can tell you where I stand when it comes to the sacredness of life. I can tell you where I stand when it comes to money. I can tell you where I stand when it comes to sex. If you can't take care you know, of, of your bride, you can't take care of Jesus's bride. I can tell you that right now. I can tell you where I stand in relationships that I'm loyal. I can tell you, I can, they're predetermined. I have principle i'm a principled man and 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 a lot of people you know the one criticism that comes to me man you you know you're hard you're hard good that's what this world needs hard men strong men loyal men take the time this week man wives ask your your man to 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 predetermine his principles and i heard this i heard this uh I seen this thing. It, it said, uh, "Hey, if if uh, you you ever walk up to an old dude 
and you ask the old dude a question and that old dude pulls one of those old knives out. It's about that big and it's got like bone texture on it and he opens it up and he starts peeling an apple. Listen to what that guy says. Listen to what that guy says because he's a principled man. And I pray that you discover your principles this week. Amen. It was great. I got to go. Look, thank you for taking the time for joining me today. I pray you were encouraged. I pray you were strengthened and empowered. Until next time, here's what I want you to do. I want you to wake up, hustle like heaven, to make sure somebody out there feels the effects of your influence. Bring heaven to your home, your city, your nation. Don't wait till it's too late. Get to a place that manufactures hope this Sunday. It's the church on the North Coaster. Some church that's pumping hope. I'm Pastor Troy. It's good being with you. Thank you for tuning in.